In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Deuteronomy 25, verses 1 through 3, where I'll ask the question, how were disputes settled in Israel? Deuteronomy 25, verses 1 through 3 says, If there is a dispute between men, and they come into court, and the judges decide between them, acquitting the innocent and condemning the guilty, then if the guilty man deserves to be beaten, the judge shall cause him to lie down and be beaten in his presence with a number of stripes in proportion to his offense. Forty stripes may be given him, but not more, lest if one should go on to beat him with more stripes than these, your brother be degraded in your sight. One of the things that I love about the Old Testament is that it doesn't present Israel as if they had everything figured out. In fact, it assumes that people are not going to get along, that there's going to be all sorts of different trouble, and that there are going to be disagreements, and it's just really down to earth in that way. Well, one of the ways that the people of Israel were to settle their disputes was to take the dispute before the judge. And when they take it before the judges, the judges are supposed to administer justice in accord with the law of God. And as they do so, they determine those who are innocent and those who are guilty. And if somebody is guilty, then there are some punishments that might be put upon them. A lot of times there's a restitution that needs to be made. You need to repay for the death of an animal or that sort of thing. But sometimes the restitution is a beating for the guilty party. And when that happens, there's even limitations placed upon the beating. Well, all of these things happen to ensure that peace is had to the best that it possibly can be between the people who are there residing in Israel. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Deuteronomy 25, verses 1 through 3, answering the question, how were disputes settled in Israel? Thought number one, judges. There are judges that are appointed. And this makes good sense to us. You appoint a judge, somebody who is not going to take a bribe, somebody who's going to be impartial, somebody who understands the law, understands it really well, and can administer it well. These are the people that you have as judges. And as the community develops these judges, and these judges are placed in these positions of authority, when there's a dispute, when there's a disagreement, the parties go before the judge, and the judge listens to the arguments and determines who is innocent and who is guilty. Well, having judges makes a whole lot of sense because we recognize that so very often we think that we're the hero in the story, and we don't want to admit that we've done anything wrong. But when you present your case before a judge, a third party who doesn't necessarily have any dog in any particular fight, well, they can administer justice in accord with the law that all the parties can agree upon. Thought number two, beatings. Beatings are a form of punishment that they utilize in ancient Israel. And the idea is pretty simple. If somebody has wronged another person, maybe the appropriate punishment for them is not restitution of funds. Maybe it's just 40 licks. Maybe they need to have a beating that's in accord with the crime that they have committed. And this is something that a lot of folks don't like. They don't like the idea of physical punishment. But physical punishment actually works really well. You are guilty, you take your beatings, and then you are really incentivized not to do that same crime again because you know and have experienced the painful result of having broken that particular rule. Well, the beatings were something that could happen in Israel, and it was an option for judges to administer to people, and it's one of those things where you're guilty, 
You take your beating and then you can carry on with your life. This is one of the ways that the people of Israel were deterred from committing crimes and violating the law when it comes to how they interact with their neighbor. Thought number three, limitations. You can't just beat the person to death. There's a limitation on how much of a beating a person can receive, and the limitation here is 40 licks. You can have 40 whacks, whatever kind of beating that you're getting, but you can't exceed that. And the idea here is pretty simple. You cannot just beat somebody into a bloody pulp. That's an inappropriate form. If they need more of a punishment than what can be done by 40 strikes, then that person probably needs to be put to death. That person probably needs some other form of punishment than beating. So there is a limit on the amount of physical abuse a person can receive as a punishment for having violated one of the laws or in a dispute with another person. And this sort of reflects the great graciousness of God. See, God is particularly gracious with the people of Israel. He's very merciful to them. They very frequently deserve punishments that are far greater than they receive. But the Lord limits what he is willing to do to them because he loves them. And in the same way, there's a limit to the amount of beating that any citizen of Israel could receive because it reflects God's own merciful character. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Deuteronomy chapters 23 through 25. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.